Hello and welcome to The Coworking Club, a podcast for female business owners who want to work for themselves, not by themselves. I'm your host Jessica Berry and each week I'll be chatting to a new guest all about the realities of running your own business, sharing tips and tricks for dealing with the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home, as well as discussing the benefits of building community through co-working. So what are you waiting for? Come and join the club. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Coworking Club. I am so happy to have you joining me for another solo show, but before we dive on in, I just wanted to share a really quick announcement to let you know that the doors to the online club open today if you're listening to this podcast on the day that it goes out, which is Monday the 27th of September which means that you can officially go ahead and sign up to become a co-working club member. If you haven't heard me talk about the online club before, then you must have been hiding under a rock, but it is a supportive online community which is full of like-minded female business owners and freelancers who are looking to add more connection into their working weeks. Working from home can be lonely and I'm sure most of us have experienced that firsthand over the past year and a half. So if you're missing that feeling of belonging to a team and just really want to have a group of like-minded women that you can have a natter to about last night's TV, moan about an unpaid invoice or celebrate signing a new client with, then the online club is for you. This is going to be the final intake of new members that we're going to be doing in 2021 so you need to act pretty fast if you're thinking of joining us as the doors close on Thursday the 30th of September at 5 o'clock. You can find out all of the details by clicking the link in the show notes and we would absolutely love to have you join us. If you have any questions at all please feel free to pop me an email at thecoworkingclub at gmail.com or come over and message me on Instagram. We are just the co-working club and I would absolutely love to hear from you and have a good old chat about whether the online club is a good fit for you. Announcement over and back to today's episode where I'm going to be chatting all about the idea of community over competition and how to actually put that into action. It's a phrase which is banded about a lot nowadays. You often see it being used in cute illustrations, cited in many a social media comment, and it's a hashtag which has amassed more than 5 million posts. But is it starting to lose its meaning? What does community over competition really mean to you? And what does it look like to put into action? Because this is the really crucial part, that community does require action. It's not something you can simply talk about on social media or with other business friends and expect to have an immediate impact. Building and curating communities requires active participation and for you to really live out the values of collaboration and connection on a daily basis. Over the past few years that I have been building the co-working club, I've learned a heck of a lot about this idea of community over competition. So in today's episode, I thought I would share some of the really practical ways 
that we can put this much used phrase into action and stop it just being a slogan that we see spread across Instagram. So the first thing I would suggest getting really comfortable and familiar with doing is congratulating other business owners on their wins. I know we probably all know that feeling quite well where we see an announcement from another business owner over on Instagram, whether it be about a sell-out launch or hitting a certain financial milestone and a little bit of the green monster can start to show its face. We can all feel envy and jealousy from time to time and I think Instagram only perpetuates those feelings as it is often used as that highlight reel, only showcasing the shiny parts of running a business as opposed to showing the ups and the downs. And whilst jealousy is a perfectly natural human emotion, the really important part is what we choose to do with those feelings and addressing whether they are starting to have a negative impact on you or not. So the next time you see one of those announcements that make you feel a little bit jealous or, you know, pining for what that person has achieved, instead of sitting in those feelings, why not try sending the person a nice message or comment to congratulate them? Often doing something nice for someone else in turn actually makes us feel pretty good about ourselves and as Joe from Friends tried to prove, there is no such thing as a selfless good deed. I'm sure there are times that you have posted achievements or wins over on social media and you know you've had those really nice messages of congratulations so it's only fitting to do the same in return and whenever you see someone celebrating a win why not just pop a little comment on there and it'll make you feel pretty good as well. So moving on to my second way to put community over competition into action and that is to channel an abundance mindset and leading on quite nicely from my last point And this leads on quite nicely from my last point because shifting the way that you think about opportunities as a business owner is a really valuable thing to do. Just because another business owner has won a new client, booked out a group program or is taking a month off from their business doesn't mean that that is any more or less possible for you. Operating from a scarcity or lack mindset as a business owner is just not a healthy place to be in. And I know because I've definitely been there in the early days of running my business. Whenever I'd receive that really dreaded email from a client saying that they wanted to end the contract for whatever reason, I would go into total panic mode. I'd have these really extreme thoughts pop up that, you know, it was the end for my business, that no one would want to work with me again, that I wouldn't get any more clients signed up and, you know, I would lose my income and I'd have to go back into employment. And to kind of deal with this fear of uncertainty, I would start looking for jobs on Indeed as that was the only way that I really knew how to deal with it. But the reality was that once I calmed down, took a breath and started to move away from this lack mindset, which is a very negative place to be, another opportunity would always show up. I'd receive an email in my inbox from a prospective client. Someone that I'd been in touch with months ago would suddenly decide to send me an email or I'd get a really great referral from someone that I'd already worked with. And I'm not joking, this happened every single time. 
It really shows the power of having an abundance mindset and how putting out positivity into the world means it's so much more likely that you will receive positive energy back in return. You don't need to be super woo-woo or into kind of law of attraction stuff to practice this kind of positive mental attitude and having an abundance mindset to really reap the rewards from it. And it can really help with those feelings of envy and jealousy that we spoke about earlier because we know what is meant for us will not pass us by. Moving on to my third point and that is to refer other business owners for work opportunities. And this is something that members in the online club are so good at doing. Whenever a member gets an inquiry or spots an opportunity on social media that isn't quite the right fit for them, they'll always make sure to share it in our Slack channel, which means that we have a whole channel full of job opportunities for our members to really make the most of. Word of mouth recommendations is one of the best ways to secure new clients and new work. So to connect with business owners who are happy to put forward your name is incredibly valuable. And the really important thing here is to make sure that you are doing this for other people as well. If you receive an inquiry from a prospective client, but you feel like it's not quite the right fit for you for whatever reason, but you can think of someone who would make the perfect partnership, then link the two up. Definitely pass on contact details wherever you can. You know, it doesn't take much time out of your day to do that, but it can mean a whole lot to someone else, you know, who could possibly land some work from this opportunity. This means so much to me because the way that I built both of my businesses was through kind of word of mouth recommendations and referrals. So I try to repay the favour wherever possible. And, you know, I still sometimes get inquiries for social media management nowadays, even though I haven't offered that service for well over a year. But I have so many social media managers that I know that I'm able to put those people who have inquired with me in touch with. And it works well for both parties, you know, that person who has emailed you, you're able to give them a really solid recommendation that you kind of trust in. And for the business owner, you're bringing them in potential work, which is amazing. So before you dismiss any opportunities, make sure to think about whether it could possibly benefit someone else. So moving on to point number four, and that is to mute or unfollow accounts, which bring out your competitive edge. We spoke a little bit earlier about those feelings of envy and jealousy which can sometimes crop up when we see other people's successes or achievements on social media and whilst in an ideal world it would be great if we could, you know, kill them with kindness all of the time, I think it can sometimes step over the edge into being unhelpful to follow these accounts. If you're finding that a certain person's posts generally tend to make you feel bad about yourself or you're constantly comparing yourself to another business owner who might be in a similar industry to you, then it might actually be helpful to mute or unfollow that account, whether it's just for the time being or whether it's for the long haul. We shouldn't feel bad about taking those preventative measures if it's going to protect our own mental health and well-being. Often following accounts that bring up those negative feelings can have a really big impact on our self-confidence and how we feel about our own businesses. 
So if you start to witness those feelings cropping up more regularly and you can tie them back into seeing a certain person's content, I think it's maybe time to start thinking about whether muting or in following that account would be helpful for you for the time being. And it doesn't have to be forever. You know, it could be the case that you are in the middle of a launch period and seeing someone's content from a similar industry to you just isn't helpful at that period of time because you really want to be focused on what it is that you are trying to achieve. I know choosing to mute or unfollow an account can sometimes bring up some anxious feelings in case that person ever found out or, you know, discovered that you weren't following them anymore. And whilst that can be a worry, I think we need to keep in mind that, you know, it's not personal. It's to protect our mental health and well-being and also just to ensure that we can, you know, run our businesses in the best way and that we are not having a negative impact on our own self-confidence. So next time you're scrolling on Instagram, just be really aware of the feelings that crop up for you and just kind of take note if there's anyone's content in particular that triggers you in a negative way and, you know, start to think about whether there's anything you can do that would make things that little bit easier. And my final point is to practice kindness wherever you can. And wouldn't the world just be a nicer place if everyone put this point into action? But for me, this just means being really aware of other people's feelings. So, you know, if I see someone on Instagram who's having a bad day, sending them a nice message just to try and help pick up their mood. Or if I've got a friend who's going through a challenging time, maybe sending them something in the post as a surprise just to let them know that I'm thinking about them. Or it could just be as simple as smiling at a stranger in the park who, you know, looks a little bit sad. And as I said earlier, doing nice things for other people generally makes us feel better as well. So if you can pepper your day full of these little kindness moments, then I'm sure it will be a brighter one for you as well. And that rounds off today's episode. I really hope you found it useful to hear some of the practical ways that you can put community over competition. And I would love to hear how you do this in your own business. So definitely head over on Instagram, pop me a message and let me know. I'd absolutely love to hear. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you do want to come on over and join the online club, then don't forget that doors close on Thursday the 30th of September at 5pm and we would absolutely love to have you. Next week, I'm going to be back with a guest interview, which I'm really excited to share. Have a good week and see you next time. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe so you keep up to date with all of future episodes. And if you could possibly leave a review, it would really help us in this early stage of launching the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next Monday.